1: And I would like to welcome my show today, Jane Summers, to talk about her book, A View to Adore, a collection of abstract essays reflecting her personal thoughts around peace and harmony from, for me, a very different perspective. Jane Summers, which is the pen name she writes under, was born in Hyderabad, the capital of India's Telangana state. She presently lives in Atlanta, Georgia with her husband and daughter. She's a software engineer, poet, musician, So I think we can categorically say, Jane has many strings to her bow. Let's invite Jane onto the show to reveal the inner workings of her amazing book, A View to Adore. Jane, come and join me.
0: Good afternoon, uh, John. Thank you for taking the time uh, to talk to me today. I really appreciate it. Um, I am Jane Summers. uh, I write under the pen name of Jane Summers. I am a software engineer. I have a lot of uh, experience in the IT industry, from product requirements to software architecture to implementation. I uh, started uh, writing books as an author uh, about five years ago. This is about uh, my 17th or 18th book. My uh, book, my uh, authorship, uh, is mostly in the realm of poetry. I write Jane Summers Poetry Classics. And uh view to it door is a different uh type it's a different genre and different type of book. It is under it is it falls the category of uh abstraction, right? Uh so I was impressed um by Ayn Andre and the uh, British author, uh her books uh capitalism and at last uh showed me what uh abstract essays are. Wow! And um, and I was very, very, in (laughs) the first time, when I was young, I was very young, about 14 or 15 years old, I read some of her books, and I thought, Uh, someday I'm going to write such type of books. I'm going to come uh, to that. Yeah, sure.
1: Um, Jane, as I said in my written introduction, the book consists of 25 chapters of varying lengths of abstract essays, the likes of which, personally, I've not seen before. The dissertations... Theories are built around peace and harmony, with a nod to trust, support, and betterment. Did you deliberately choose to write about these subjects in this unique manner, as the central core theme of your book? And why these subjects?
0: Well, I uh, have been doing my thesis in the doctoral area, and doing my thesis in business administration, uh, from the last two years, and uh I decided, you know, uh, that uh, this topic came to my mind, and uh view to a door, you can take it, uh, you can take a topic, any abstract topic or a construct, and relate it to a theme, and, uh you know, start, uh, you know, building stories, or start writing abstractions, to bring a, a character to a form. right, you can bring it to, create a successful outcome or a negative outcome. And uh, I, you know, view to a door, I would definitely think that uh, somebody that has a lot of, uh, you know, education, or intellectual capacity, you know, uh, would be able to translate uh, something from an abstract uh, topic to some, you know, some form of a story or a character profile. definitely requires that you need to transmit different values for education or in a work environment or, or a social category and uh, weave, weave around it. Because I've seen that England has uh, used capitalism as a topic and uh, related it to other types of topics like less affairs, you know, and uh, other forms of, uh, you know, uh, theories. That she reconstructed and regenerated in her book. And uh, in view to a door, what I did was I took uh, you know different topics uh, that we usually um, center around in our know, daily lives, like right? View to view to view of a door for feelings, view of a door for a trust, view of a door, you know, partial or a difference from a door and a window. There are so many aspects uh, in the life of a human being. Uh, you know, that we come across different interactions, um, different, different meetings, uh, from reading books, that we gather so many views in our mind. But what uh, what is important is that we need to translate all these views uh, for a successful outcome and always translate it to an environment that is harmonious and uh, that uh, helps everybody, all, all human beings in the society, uh, to... Think correctly about one another, right? Especially mm-hmm. right now, we are in the United States and we have a diversity of cultures. So, every culture is uh, different from another, from another culture, and all cultures come together either in a residential environment or in the corporate environment. And we need to always communicate or interact with people with best values, uh, you know, for an outcome that is positive and successful uh, and making sure that uh, at the end of the day when we leave that meeting or interaction, the other people, the other party thinks that, uh, you know, what we brought across and what they talked is uh, very correct in the interpretation of the meaning and that we uh, translated everything for the right purpose and for the right use. That's, uh, that's the way I see for view of it all. Ah.
1: You know, when I reviewed your book, Jane, I got a sense that some of the contents came from your own personal experiences and other notions, convictions are based on what is going on in today's society, as if you're, you know, you're reflecting um, on the modern world. Would that be a fair judgment on the message you're trying to get across here to the readers? Am I right?
0: Um, I would say that at least uh uh you know, for a lot of people, you know, they come across so many different types of interactions um in their life, right? not necessarily personal, but uh you know, a culture has a certain way of translating something, right? Because I belong to a Hindu society and the norms are similar for a lot of people, right? Most people in India. And uh here the you know, there are different types of norms, too, but uh, an adjustment of a situation and a translation of a value uh, to, of, you know, value of peace and harmony uh, for a peaceful coexistence you know, you know, based on a setting and a context is very important. But uh, a lot of experiences, uh, you know, can be around interactions, you know, based in a corporate or in home or you know, different environments. And mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily personal, it can also, um you know, be gathered from books, right, uh, or from interactions with other people too. So I would definitely say that uh, maybe part, some part of it can be personal, but most of it is, uh or, you know, um, what we interact or how we gather from the social uh, get-together or we read and review a book. So all these aspects are brought together in
1: this book. Wow. Let's talk about your personal experience that, for me, you've drawn upon to construct some of the essays. When I look at your professional life, um, your academical achievements, the awards you've picked up, I get the impression you're a strong-minded person, a positive person, a can-do person, with very little room for negative vibes, but someone who equally relies on trust, support, family support as a fundamental key markers as to who you are as a person. And so, and why you write about this, these basic characteristics, that are you, I'm right, aren't I?
0: Right. So basically, I think that, you know, for any person or any human being, uh, trust is the most important uh, value, virtue value in life, and uh, more so since I was born and brought up in India. Uh, in a you know, brand family, my father and mother. My father was the chief medical officer; was a doctor. And uh, my mother's family side, father's family side, are very highly qualified and educated. They are in chief, chief engineers. Um, you know, they are very very high. You know, directors in the medical uh, area. So I, um, the basic thing was that, you know, trust is embodied uh, in a family, basically, and all values, such as loyalty, sincerity, uh, code of conduct, ethics, all all those were instilled at home. And uh, more so, you know, I went to a British school, right, and uh, these values were held very high in the British school in India. And, uh, you know, the education, the standard of education is very high. And uh, trust is something that, uh, you know, we learn a lot at home and at school with friends, um, you know, in, a, in different uh, environments, you know, doing projects or working together. And uh, basically, uh, what I think is that trust is most important for a view of the world, Because based on trust, uh, you have progression of values in education, work, social area, and also belonging to an organization. Right, because of trust at home, you're able to progress and uh, go to the next level of marriage and uh, live with a uh, family and build a trust based on what you already learned at your home so a uh, trustworthy person is who how long I've been in that relationship as a family member uh, and also and uh, you know how the corporate environment viewed you as an employee the length of time you contributed uh, in terms of value to the work area or even in the social area what is it that you have brought across to the community setting in your uh, subdivision or in in any area in in the county right Uh, so those values are all embodied only through trust and you know somebody that you meet and they would say hi oh she's very nice and I've known her for almost 20 years she's very highly educated, qualified. She has a very beautiful family. She is always helping, and she's a very active volunteer, in and she helps in um, in the society and uh, contributed a lot. So that's the way I see trust uh, coming forth as a value of a beautiful.
1: That's important.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for me, Jane, Chapter Two, a view to a feeling, is an important chapter. For not only is it an extension of what we've just talked about, but it reaffirms in a way that you, as a person, um, is you know what it's all about. And for that reason, it's my favourite abstract essay in the book. The chapter, oh,
0: yes, yeah.
1: it's a powerful chapter. But what a chapter in the book! What chapter in the book is your favourite and why do you favour that chapter? But let me go to chapter two first, okay? Because sure, yeah, sure. I want to read this, everybody, off my um, iPad here. This is the second paragraph in chapter two. A view of feelings are articles and are disquisitions of my views to door of feelings for all period of time. A view for a disquisition can have several questions and answers. I need to choose the right question and answer for a door to open that can have a positive impact on my mind and on others. A question of a view of a door for a state of mind must be associated and related to a view of a door for a question or a value of virtue. And the answer communicated only for a value or a virtue positive. The answer should not be a detraction to the question. This, everybody, just giving you a flavor of what is in that chapter. So that was the second paragraph within that chapter. And I thought it was quite poignant because it sums you up for me. So that's why for that paragraph, I chose the chapter two as my favorite. But what's your favorite chapter in the book?
0: I, uh, I think that uh, the chapter on trust is very important because every human being uh, needs to have value of trust in their life. Because without trust, they, you, you do not know where you're heading, right? You need to be only on the path of progress with no obstruction or destruction. Because there needs to be support around you, family support or friend support that can take you from the beginning to the end of your life. So a support of your parents for the first phase and the support of your husband and your kids to carry you through and the support you extend to your family, your, your kids, uh, until marriage, and then support them until the end of your life. So trust is a very important value uh, for any person in life, whether you belong to this country or that country, or whether you belong to or any whatever culture you are from. So I'm glad you said
1: that because uh, I want to take it to chapter eight, and that's a view of a trust for a, for a result. Chapter eight. Mm-hmm. And yes, you do have another chapter, which is chapter 23, which we'll go to later on. Can you talk me through, you know, a view for trust? In it? Why did you feel this chapter is so relevant to your book? You've already touched upon it. Trust is important. And this is why I'm coming to chapter eight. Now you started off with saying a view of a daughter trust is several encounters of a person with another or a group, and the results an action for a renewal of friendship or a new friendship extending to a family relationship. You've already touched upon this.
0: Why well, listen
1: to you that you put this in?
0: I, I personally think that uh, trust is based on an outcome of result. Positive, assume that uh, I'm working with somebody, and. uh, you know, this is what I talk to and or talk to the other person and, you know, it, it continues that I continue to work, contribute and this results in a friendship and renewal of friendship that she has done an excellent job. You know, she can be, uh, you know, moved you know, to a different area in the same company and uh, we can trust her for looking for the value of the work and also for the type of conversation that she brings across and she's a very decent person. And also on the social side, what I noticed is, you know, you make friendships with a different family and uh, they're always trying to help you and bring something across in terms of gifts or food they give you or they'll invite you to their home and you celebrate and do things together. They're always there for you in time of need. Only a trust is broken if you know, somebody does, somebody deceives you or gives some, some a negative result in that, in uh, your know, friendship. Right, so that there would be no renewal for, uh, you know, to continue a friendship or to continue something. Mm. So it all depends on how, what your behavior is, what your attitude is, how helpful you are in that relationship and uh, how sincere and loyal you are, uh, you know, as a friend to another person and how, time, and how in what timely fashion you can come step up to help another person in time of need. That's what I would call it. In time of need, I've seen that this person came across and helped me, and I always keep him as a friend or her as my friend. That's, that's what I would say. The building of trust is very important. And each what? time, yeah.
1: <laughs> I look at the book, mm-hmm. and I've got to say this, everybody, but in the book as well, there are beautiful pictures, aren't there? Right. Mm-hmm they're very relaxing pictures they're pictures of flowers pictures of birds flying did you pick the pictures deliberately they- i
0: wanted um the pictures to be very very uh lighthearted for the reader because the mm. uh, seasons nature uh flowers leaves is what something makes somebody feel very very uh peaceful. Beautiful, aren't they? peaceful very peaceful yeah i feel very peaceful i don't feel that I have a disease or something, i just just looking at this cover. It makes me feel very relaxed. And it's such a beautiful picture, right? That uh, I would always look at it with no hostility or even with uh, just uh, a mind that says, Oh, it's gorgeous. I really like it.
1: You know, when I look at 43 in the book, you've got the beautiful orange roses there.
0: Yes. I just think they're lovely. Yes. I um, know anyway, it brings across the season autumn and the uh, color. It's very, very you know, yeah. it's very important for the season season of autumn. Right? So, the pumpkin yes. that you associate to. and, uh, You know, I want this book to, uh, to be used by the reader, just you know, as to understand the values when you're talking to somebody, how you need to relate a topic when you translate it to a family, to a friend. Um, for a different setting or for a different context for an outcome positive, not negative. For, because feelings are something that uh, people inevitably come across in their life, right? Happiness is something that they come across. Sorrow, sadness, regret, uh, elation. Mm-hmm. All these are feelings that uh, build up in a human being. Oh, I graduated. I'm very happy. Oh, I, somebody passed away. I feel very sad. So there's always that somebody who is always uh, taking the place uh, to talk to you in a positive manner to translate the state of mind to peaceful and harmonious state. So that's that's also very, very important feeling. The door is very important. Always that door needs to be staying as a positive door for happiness in life, to enjoy every moment of life. Good. I,
1: Uh I, I, I can see that. I want to come to chapter 15, if you don't mind.
0: Sure.
1: Now, this is a very short chapter, everybody. It's a very short essay. And it's a view to a door for a difference of a view of a window includes a disparate picture of a wide and large range of examples for a difference using a similarity or a compassion perspective. Why do you open up that chapter with that sentence?
0: Well, um. A view for a whole, again, uh, it can be for a period of time, right? A view for a whole can be a comprehensive essay. A view for uh, something, a window is an abstract that's just a paragraph or a one-liner that, um, you know, you can relate it to anything. Mm-hmm. But for a whole, you need to understand the whole, the aggregation or grouping of something or for similarity or for comparison perspective. Or how I can aggregate all this together to relate this to the form of a character or something, uh, to translate these you know, values, you know, for whatever you want. It could be for a business strategy, or it could be uh, for a social value uh, or a grace. It could be for anything. So a view for a poll always uh, looks, you know, looks up to a period of time versus a window, which is a smaller view that. It's a glance that you know. I, that's all I know, and uh, that's all I can take from this. Now, you can have several questions, um, several doubts, several answers. You you know, you need to look up literature review for support. Uh, you know, to identify and understand and relate it for similar similarity in meanings or synonyms or for uh, a critique of an approach. So that's that, that's the way I relate. Uh, view for a door and a window for a difference. Yes. I see. Chapter
1: 23 now, we've talked about trust. Mm -hmm. And here we go again, another chapter on trust. A view to a door for trust, chapter 23. And you start the chapter off with a view of a door inside my home is a door I trust for the length of time I stayed and respected at all times. A view of a door I was born into and raised by my parents, a view of life I lived with my parents and siblings until I graduated. And I left for a new view of a door of marriage or work. I think that's a wonderful paragraph. It's endearing, it encaptures you and and we've already you've already touched on it, but I just thought it was so poignant, so powerful, so beautiful. I wanted to talk about it.
0: Yes, I. Uh, this this first paragraph is very important because uh, I trust as, a, as when you are born and raised by your parents it is something you take for granted because it's your father and mother and your siblings who are always with you and uh, watch you where you go and uh, when you're studying they are there to coach you and if you put a wrong step they are always there to pick you up and guide you on the path to success these harmony and all these values. But when you step away from the door to a door of marriage, uh, there's so many values that you need to uh, bring across in your life, right? Marriage is a door of responsibility. You're on your own in that marriage with your spouse uh, initially. And so you need to take the support of your parents and your sisters or brothers your family to make sure that you're not stumbling on the path. You're always going through the straight path. There are always uh, twists and turns in the path, but those need to be worked out And initially in the first uh, few years of a marriage or in a career path, that you need to work hard and do everything on your side and not expect the other person uh, to do what you're doing, right? You always say, oh, I, have, I have it, I have it, it's ready. It's ready for you. You already, already cleaned. You have everything you need to put a a pattern in place when you step into a career or a marriage role of responsibility as an employee or as a wife or as someone very responsible that the other person says, oh, I can count on this. She she already has it. I don't need to worry that we are going to a party and she already has everything worked out. She has the dress ready. She has uh, the food ready and she has even the conversation ready. I don't need to do anything except enjoy. So, you know, it makes the spouse dependent on you and you already had your marriage worked out and you already have the family by your side. You already are coaching your kids um, through education and other things. But one important thing I would like to bring across, you know, whether it's a marriage or a career, is learning is always a part of life and you need to educate yourself uh, at every step. It could be every year or every few years, um, always you know, to a higher degree or to a degree that shows that there's a difference of value that you've across in your marriage or even in a career or, or in a social area. So I definitely think that this uh, trust is very important. This trust is embodied not only uh, when you are young, but it also translates mm-hmm. to a different trust when you grow and to married life and also to when you're old, right? When you're old, the trust is a different trust. Now all these people trust you, right? Your grandkids, uh, your own that's kids. Why you've been a bit yes, yes. Yeah.
1: Um, Jane, what in your mind makes your book dissimilar to others in its class, and who do you see and want as your market, your readers?
0: Well, I want the audience, the readers, to be any category. They could be students, they could be kids, they could be adults. I want them to read the book only from one point of view uh, they're selecting some topic right they need to relate a topic to something uh, relevant that is trending in the society right when they're talking to somebody when they when they're communicating with a person when they're interacting with a person how would they translate what they're uh, looking at to do uh, business strategy for a communication how best can we leverage that strategy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, for an end goal of a fulfillment right? So any topic that they pick upon as an abstract topic, they need to be able to relate it to several similarities or comparisons or parallelisms or or anything that they think is right to give it a form and character and to give a conclusion based on the context, setting, location, time, and uh, for an outcome successful. So definitely, uh, you know, I think that the book can be used by the audience as a reference or applied to write very good uh, essays based on new constructs and uh, for new ways of communication, for new knowledge studies, new knowledge acquisitions. It can also lead to invention or innovation studies. Right, so it's all it's all dependent on the user how far they want to take it.
1: I understand that. You've written other books, Jane, haven't you, around poems, and some of those poems hint at emotions, others have moral outcomes, and some embrace um, your Indian customs and traditions. Do you love writing as a whole? And who inspired you as an author? Where did you get well, the inspirations from?
0: I um, initially I, I when I was only fifteen or sixteen years I had three English classes, right? Eleventh grade, twelfth grade and all those. Uh one was for poetry, one was for essays, abstract essays and all that. I thought someday I would write it. So I was very much impressed by uh Wordsworth, Robert Frost, Keats, Emily Dickinson, Lord Byron and all these poets and um, I thought one day why not I will write a few poems. So I started assembling poems on kettle and stuff and uh, some poems on seasons and it just fell in place and uh, I thought I think poetry is a very beautiful way of of explaining and expression uh, so that people can relate it in different ways, right? For a light-hearted way of relating a season to a celebration or a a flower to something that uh, they love or a celebration of Mother's Day, or to put it in the in front of God, or you know, in whatever fashion they want, they can use it right. So it's a it's a kind of a decorative way of uh, you know expressing English language to poetry. Yeah, so uh, who do you
1: want to inspire the most with your writings, Jane? You know, young people, old people, certain ethnic groups?
0: I think people of all ages would definitely like to read. Uh, you know different types of poetry, because I think mostly the older generation, you know, would uh, definitely love it. People who like songs, right? Uh, people who who enjoy uh, listening to songs would like to see even poetry. Because some of my poetry is based on my uh, songs, right? I composed uh, two albums, musical albums based on my poetry. Uh, seasons, Yeah, summer seasons and.
1: When you go on to uh, the website, Jane, authorwebservices-gem2.net, they'll see, you know, people will see and hear some reflective music that you put together. What's the significance of these um, musical um, videos that you've done? They're very relaxing. I've watched them, and they're very um, – you've made them, you've created them. And so – and I just think
0: they're very relaxing. I um, yeah, actually these uh I had a some you know, I had a thought in mind that uh these are like poetry classics, seasonal words, right? Summer words mm. will uh will have these type of songs. You know, these are this will be based on my poetry. So I composed I think six or seven songs for uh summer words, se- summer seasons. And then Autumn Words, I composed six songs called Autumn Secret. So all these are based on my poetry. I thought that I would uh, create at least 10 or 12 albums based on these books. And maybe a few movies, right, uh, that I would like to uh, produce and uh, release based on the the book, right? Wow. So I think it's- it's So what's next for
1: Jane Summers? What's next for you, you know, uh, with regards to your writing career? Do you want to be up with the great authors? That's, you know, what sort of a legacy do you want to leave? uh, I'm telling you off here, but, you know.
0: (laughs) Sure, yeah. Definitely, I know I'm impressed with Jane Austen. I mean, I've seen how many books she has written, and those are all classics. I would like to write about at least uh, 12 poetry classics, if not more, and I ventured into short stories, Nazi life, and uh, I'm releasing a new book called Reserved Words and Com- Comments, and art A communication art handbook. Uh, I wrote a Scrum Art handbook, but uh, I would like to, I also uh, created a new language called Urview, and uh, I wrote uh, you know, poetry and also a song uh, on the new language. But I think at the end of the day, what I would like to leave is uh, you know, a new language or new invention studies, uh, new subject studies, all these uh, need to emanate from uh, from my books, right? People should be able to learn and assemble new things uh, based on what I have written. Because poetry has so much uh, to it that when you read that poetry, you can take the poetry and build something else with it, right? I can create a business abstract. I can uh, write an economic uh, theory. Huh. I can do anything I want. So no, it all depends. Book on, books, yeah, on how. Or, my my book books. Books, sure, I, my books can are available. You can get it on uh, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon.com, or AuthorHouse.com. Um, so any uh, any any uh, you know, major book that, uh, is available in the United States. Uh, they're available all over the world. Right in UK, United States, India. Uh, France, uh, Germany, New Zealand, and Australia too. So some of these are like Waterstones. stones uh, uh, I think and, uh, I think there's also something called Fusion uh, House or a Book House or something. So you can get it anywhere. You, you know, if you Google on uh, internet, portrait uh, here is another one. Uh, it would just come up, you know, Jane summer and type topic, the title of the book, you should be able to see it on the internet. So
1: Wonderful. Jane Summers, it's been a great pleasure interviewing you, and I hope when your next book comes out, I get the opportunity to interview you again. But for the time being, Jane Summers, thank you very much.
0: Thank you very much. I really appreciate your time today. Oh, it's
1: been fascinating. Your book is amazing.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Very um,
1: but for the book, for me, everybody, will appeal to those discerning readers who are looking for something new, something different something that will leave an impression on their mind as to how you know you see yourself and the world at large so I simply say go and have a look at Jane Summers books and especially her latest one of you to adore they are very very interesting but go and watch listen to her videos on her website as well and I'll take you to the website and in the introduction, and you can contact Jane in all variety of, of social platforms, all on the written introduction. So it's just left for me, as I say, every week. I'm JT Crowley. Thanks for listening, watching wherever you are in the world. So until next time, stay safe.